Hi everyone. Um, this is Julianne Annabelle. Annabelle will talk in a minute. Uh, logging on for the first time for uh, an experimental new podcast that we will name by the end of this, but do not technically have a name for quite in this moment. We uh, have our favourites. We have our favourites. Yeah, actually we might go through the list with you guys um, so you can be here for part of the discussion. Um, so the concept of the podcast, might as well run that, is we're going to have a couple of glasses of wine, maybe more than a couple of glasses of wine, and talk about the Julia, romance. did you bring the wine Shana? today? I did not bring the wine today. So we're doing this sober. We are doing this one sober. Guys, this will be interesting. Yeah, we get pretty <laughs> weird. Um, for context, it's because I was kind of concerned that the very nice people who are letting us record may not be super cool with us getting sloppy drunk the first time. There's a lot of expensive technology here. You know, it's going well so far. Yeah, and... <laughs> You know, in no universe could I fix and or pay to replace any of this. So let's not. Unless this podcast goes really well. So support us, please. (laughs) Yeah, we'll become those people. Um, So the various kind of beginnings behind this was really just my sister feeling that I should do more with my life around the fact that I read just an obscene number of romance novels, which I can confirm is true. It's true. I do not. I am here as a, a friendly guide to Julia's mind. Yeah. And I will comment, Annabelle's mind, also pretty terrifying. <laughs> um, but I I mean, to be honest, I was always, I think most people when they like read books always try and go for a bit of a romance subplot anyway. I just decided to give up on the rest of the genre. <laughs> I realised when we were reading To Kill a Mockingbird in school, I was like, why don't I like this? Oh, there's no underlying romance. You can't prop for Scout, it's a child, it's weird. So yeah, romance is essential in any story yeah and I also think there's a big problem like there's a lot of really terrible romance novels but there's also some really great ones and there's like a lot of genre snobbery so I'm hoping that you know we'll have kind of a fun chat um open your minds yeah and like we'll be critical sometimes but we'll also be positive and it's probably worth remembering you know like we're too millennial liberal gals <laughs> so we'll also try not to do any like kink shaming <laughs> later episodes uh, just occurred to me I should definitely be timing this because we could literally talk forever um so I guess we'll unless Anna wants to add anything start vaguely getting I'm into it. great and I want that put out there for everyone um is my mic up enough uh I can hear you pretty well pretty well yeah okay grand I think it's like feedback when I'm speaking you sound perfect as always Uh, (laughs) obviously we do not know what we're doing guys which I think in some way is kind of a nice lead into the romance genre with like a lot of women who just seem to not know what they're doing with their lives every song in popular media it's like what what's happening why are they doing this to me how do I fix this this isn't going to help you with your romance lives but at least it will make you feel a bit better yeah. That's where we're going with it. And if you're Taylor Swift, it can be used as a really effective marketing tool to make people stop thinking of you as a privileged white girl and think of you as like the girl next door, which like she's definitely too hot to be. I thought you were going to say the victim, to be honest, because <laughs> that's her whole thing. And everyone's like, mm, million dollar baby, like you're OK. Yeah, like it's in her parents moved her to Nashville when she was 14 to get successful. Like, I think she's probably oh, really? fine. I knew she lived there, but I just presumed she had always lived there. Yeah, no, she was like, I'm going to be famous. So let's move to Nashville. <laughs> Taylor Swift, please don't sue us. <laughs> just for context. 
if she's listening right now we love you taylor (laughs) (laughs) we buy all your albums we're in your member club not really but i hear that's how you get tickets she has a Um, member club you can only get tickets now like pre-sale tickets if you're in the member club like fan club fan club member club sounds a bit like gentlemen's club but (laughs) okay what were we saying before taylor swift got on our minds like everyone else in the world yeah i will comment this probably will be a little warning particularly when we have the booze because we are you know subject to tangents if you know us (laughs) know that we are going to make an effort to use fake names for other people uh, so Taylor Swift, you're called Railer Swift. <laughs> I hope you like your new name. Um, so also, if this ever becomes any kind of like successful, please don't tweet at us who you think people are. That would be a real <laughs> dick move. Uh, but admittedly, we don't have a name for the podcast yet, so you wouldn't know where to tweet at us. <laughs> Random um, tweets. Yeah. Actually, maybe we should run through potential names now. Yeah, I think yeah. so. You guys kind of know what it's about. It's about wine. It's about romance. So our first suggestion, and we hope you guys like this, is you may know the famous movie when Harry met Sally. Well, what about when romance met wine? <laughs> Whoa, Shocker. getting salty. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to try and have a lot of puns. And I think even if yeah. it doesn't end up being like a movie riff, probably all our episode titles will be movie riffs to, like that. To be honest, my favourite one, and which I like show to people very often, is Gone with the Wine. If Donna doesn't have you laughing, like, you are a sad soul. Like, Gone with the Wind, written as Gone with the Wine, is probably one of the best things that's happened to humanity. Yeah, Gone with the Wine is pretty spectacular. The slight problem is... We're not going to be Gone with the Wine. That's not where we're going with this. Like, wine is there to, like, lubricate our conversation, not, like, eradicate it. Also, if you happen to own a vineyard or some kind of off-license, sponsor us. Hey. Uh, You know, we'll rep your wine. I know vaguely how to talk about that. We have a friend. There's a game you can play where you sniff it and then you try and guess the scents. Ooh, Mm, yeah. Apple, grass, I don't know. Yeah. And, like, you know... Our friend, Ron works in a wine shop there we go that's your first fake name there definitely Not can't even. tell it's a fake name <laughs> <laughs> hey ron uh, she'll definitely never listen this far into this after all that water she'll be like uh look i've sat through enough of their weird conversations don't need to do it in my free time too um but How long yeah. have we been speaking for um what to be fair i only started recording or timing us four minutes ago but about okay. like four minutes before that i would have thought yeah okay that's yeah. fine we're okay um, not that we've got to our real content yet but no. you know we're okay eight minute introduction people that's that's the new one minute yeah i mean i think anyone who listens to this for any protracted period of time if this even exists for a protracted <laughs> period of time i hope we're recording now. <laughs> Um, should probably get used to the concept of like this is not going to be one of those things where like you have an in-depth like analytical English discussion about a thing this is going to be a very like loosey-goosey like (laughs) but what about the fact that like I actually did not have an anecdote attached to that but (laughs) that's what it's going to be like to be honest I don't remember what I was saying let's move back to Taylor Swift like that's the kind of world that is or an easy joke about Fifty Shades of Grey despite the fact neither of us have read it I'm surprised we haven't made one yet when you were saying king shaming I was like we can king shame Fifty Shades though right because that's just bad yeah (laughs) pretty much that's where we're at like I mean to be fair it came out slightly before my great like foray into romance novels but even then not touching that with a 10-foot pole and i've read some books that have like bdsm storylines can i tell a little story oh go for it so 
I was trying to get back into reading. I go through these phases and I had my whatever phone I had at the time, like an Android or something. And I was like, okay, I'll download the most popular book. Android sponsors. (laughs) I was like, I'll download the most popular book, put it in like my book like thing, whatever it was, like Amazon. (laughs) And didn't go back to it, didn't read it. Because I was like, oh, no, still not reading. Go back to it a few months later. And I've heard all this hype about Fifty Shades. Find out I've had it downloaded on my phone. <laughs> for that entire time with I realised I was like that looks so dodgy I thought it was about suits like I fell into the classic trap and I didn't even realise that I was laughing at people who had thought it was about suits and then it turned out I was one of those people yeah so I also to be fair I picked it up like the actual physical copy in Hot Figures because it was in the bestseller list and I was like what's this about and then I was like it's called Fifty Shades of Grey and she's Anna Steele or whatever her name is and I was like that's a bit overkill and I was like wait and he's Christian Grey and I was like my god and actually that brings us to a big issue with uh romance novel names and actually i suppose the name of our podcast they're all real fucking stupid what on with the wine is a classic no our names are amazing oh okay sorry but the fact that we can't find a name that sounds sensible well we're never gonna find a name that sounds sensible to be fair but you know romance novels of any genre have the weirdest goddamn titles like it's, some examples. like Fifty Shades of Grey is easily the most normal I've come across. Okay, so <laughs> there's the Cowboys Secret Twins. Yes, which to be oh fair, my god, everyone read that. Yeah. just for the pay- front page. Yeah, like to be fair, is a classic like Mills and Boone novel. And like, we're I'm gonna try not to take too many shots at Mills and Boone, but like, my god, name your books better. Um, so wait, what was it again? The Cowboys. The Cowboys Secret Twins. So what? So the cowboy has secret twins. The cowboy has secret twin bull. Like, where are we going? Oh. Oh, so can we spoil it or can yeah we... no i'm gonna spoil i think the book title spoils it okay that's true okay. i mean i'm yeah. too slow to guess what okay. it is but i'm excited to yeah hear. so come on in it's you know christmas eve and this single mom with two like with twin boys who are both i think three months old ish okay. um is going to visit another single mom she met in a chat room online Ooh. But instead, she arrives at the house of the handsome cowboy stranger <laughs> with whom she had a romantic interlude about a year ago. Um, and then someone shoots at them because he's running for mayor of his small, like, Virginia town, which, like, definitely means he's a racist, guys. Um, like, as in, it never says it, but, like, he's a southern gentleman. He's definitely racist, and there's no black people in that book. Um, so the authors are racist. Is that where we're maybe, going? No, maybe, maybe, actually. maybe. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, it's them him discovering he has two secret children with a woman he banged on the side of a road one time um, and then they fall in love I mean I feel like something more exciting could have happened like the cowboy secret twins it's like whoa I know like is he actually a triplet like who knows Ooh. maybe he slept with his sister like it could have been way more fucked up but I'm happy with his twins I'm happy they yeah. found each other and then got shot at but is it happy ever after? What? It, Let's it, talk about that. What, how do romance novels usually end? Are they happy ever after? Yeah, see, they... the H-E-A, like the happily ever after, which I have to say, having, I'd read romance novels for at least a year before I heard that term, is like a key component. I think okay. if a romance novel ends sadly, people just call it fiction. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, to be honest, romance is a massive, like, part of almost, like, most stories. Not every story, but, like, mm-hmm. a lot of them. Yeah. Most great fiction has, like, an element of romance. Like, you have people reading, like... Great fiction. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah Like, yeah. Abs- you know... Literally, I mean, like, The Great Gatsby. Like, anything yeah. you could think of has a romance in yeah. it. Yeah. And it's More just, tangled like, and... Yeah. If it doesn't have a happy ending, it's much more likely to be counted as, like, just, like, edgy fiction than it is to be counted as, like... <laughs> 
an actual romance novel. Like, isn't it's so? Are you happy with H.E.A.? I like it. I mean, to be fair, I'm going to preface that I came to romance novels at a point in my life where I was not like what I would describe as at my most emotionally stable. And it's very comforting to be able to like, cocoon yourself in things. Are you describing yourself as a millennial? <laughs> <laughs> um, technically, I'm like a post-92 millennial. So like, I actually don't know what that means. That was all gibberish. <laughs> um, For any millennials out there, we love you. We support you. You're amazing. Yeah, people are real goddamn fucking judgmental of millennials. I think millennials are great. Like, I'm kind of doing interviews at the moment. And I'm kind of like, oh, well... They expect millennials to be like this, so I might as well fit into that. I'm going to talk only in memes and lols, and they can just deal with it, because that's apparently all they expect of us. <laughs> and I'm like, lol, it's me. <laughs> I don't um, do that, but I should. I should do that yeah. more. But I mean, it's totally one of those things where they're like, oh, millennials don't work hard. But like, as a generation, we're way less likely to own our own homes. Mm-hmm. We're way less likely to have job security and also frankly i think the internet probably fucked us up in ways that we haven't fully tracked yet i love the internet i'm not bad mouthing the internet love me still <laughs> hey internet know. please love me oh yeah. my god but like let's be honest like as in alan and i are both 22 and 23 yeah. um there's only six months between us like as in we're at a pretty you know like we grew internet got real big when we were like 10 or 11 internet was founded in the year i was born yeah. and julia was born we're born um, the same year, 1995. <laughs> yeah, represent. Um, but because of that, like, as in, you know, it hasn't been around long enough to really see the consequences on any of us. And I think it's definitely made us weirder. But also then, like, the old generations are just such goddamn dicks to us all the time. <laughs> and, like, I'll admit, girls doesn't help as a show. Yeah, no, you were so right to call that out as a bad show. Yeah, I, I enjoyed watching it because it made me feel better about myself. Because you're like, ah, it will be terrifying in the future. Yeah. But also, yeah, not a good representation of our generation. Yeah, no. Like, as in, I, I hated Girls from the Start. Yeah. I watched the first season and the last season, and then the episodes of Donald Glover in season two, because that man is fine. Um, is he in season two? Who is he in season two? Donald Glover, he's her boyfriend in, like, the first episode of season two. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, um, interesting. But, like... Well, going to go rewatch even if it's terrible <laughs> but I, I mean to be fair one Anna and I are both in our final year of college and like it is fucking terrifying and I'm yeah, sure yeah, we'll yeah. be massive screw ups for at least like a couple of years but I don't think that means you have to lean into the screw up which girls really does mm. um, yeah there's no kind of positive kind of element of girls like it's not a romance there's no happy ever well there might be a happy ever after I haven't watched the last season I, but like at the end of each season she'd have a bit of a happy ever after where he's just mm. kind of a bit like mm, not excited for the future am I gonna be fucked up gonna do cocaine and wear a see-through top yeah to a club with no bra with no bra which specifically like three edgy from five me um, more memes <laughs> relatable content um, yeah and like you have way better examples of kind of like similar like St. Broad City is one of the best shows on TV Insecure is amazing Search so Party is really a, cool an advertiser to be honest uh, I haven't watched Broad City yet and I started watching it and the first scene so this isn't a spoiler is you're one talking to a friend over I'm gonna guess Skype or maybe Facebook video and and then the friend knows that the other friend is kind of bopping up and down it's like oh he's she's riding a dude okay yeah that's fine that's not weird at all so that was my first experience with broad city and i haven't been back not that i'm like not into funny hilarious shows about sex but i don't know i was just like surprised that that was my opening scene to a show 
Yeah, it's pretty intense. And like, I will say one, uh, if anyone actually continues to watch this podcast, um, I watch a huge (laughs) number of television and listen to a huge number of podcasts actually and read loads of books. I'm pretty much always consuming some form of media. media consultant and I'm her sidekick? Sounding board? Colour commentator? (laughs) (laughs) I'm someone. We'll figure that out later in another episode. Um, But I also, I think it's true of particularly comedy shows, but like all TV shows that like you have to, you have to watch more than the first episode to really get. Oh, completely. Pilot episodes are just such trash so much of the time. Yeah. Like you need to get to know the characters. That's like a basic element. So I was taking a drink and I was thinking, yeah, that sounds really yeah, cool. I want to take a we, drink um, now. If we start actually drinking on this podcast, which I think we probably will to actually get into some of the nitty gritty stuff. Um, like that's going to be a noise you guys will have to get used to. Although <laughs> I have sippy cups. I, I spill a lot of drinks. I've taken to drinking out of sippy cups when I'm drinking alcohol. We might invest in some sippy cups for this. Yeah, well, we need a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag tiger. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, we um, could do that. Tiger yeah. is definitely our vibe. Like, our, we'll be surrounded by, like, unicorn things. And I love just, unicorn things. Uh, Shout out to Kathy Murray, who also loves unicorns. That was not in any way a fake name. But that also wasn't something dramatic we're saying. If yeah, we say something right. dramatic, we'll give you a fake name next time, hon. <laughs> um, anyway, sorry, back to one weird romance titles and our titles. Oh, title. right, yeah, yeah. let's go back. So romance titles, there's also, like, Temptation and like lush and like sound and like vibrate (laughs) can we talk about so we've been friends for years and we played charades once and our friend (laughs) simulated a a very specific word by imitating sex i.e you know the kind of movements that you do during sex and julia shouts satisfaction (laughs) and i was right But so, also, so romance titles get it right. Sometimes, like just a keyword describes everything. Yeah. Tantalizing. <laughs> Although, just I don't think I've ever seen a book title that's just satisfaction. I'm sure there is one, uh, but like you know, it's always been kind of like satisfied seduction or like. Okay, so a bit of alliteration that no one yeah. cares about. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I see it. I see it. Yeah, I think just satisfied sounds like too much like you just had a piece of cake or Chinese <laughs> or something, and they're like, nah. oh yeah, well satisfied here. <laughs> yeah, which I mean, I have to say, actually, really. Chinese food does not seem to feature in a lot of the romance novels I read. Yeah, there's a lot of people having like nice meals, but like never really that. Which I, I mean, I think in the more cringe, like cringy moments in romance, so like in The Devil Wears Prada, I'm pretty sure she's proposed to with the Chinese. And then in one of our favorite shows, Alison Spittle, shout out, um, one of her, her new show, uh, the, I don't know who she is the character in it like the sister or someone um, someone gets proposed to by finding a cur- like a ring in her actual curry <laughs> and her like having to lick off the curry and then put it on her finger which like let's be honest that smells not leaving that ring there's no, small yeah. crevices there <laughs> um, but no yeah no Chinese needs to fe- feature more yeah, yeah. Chinese food I specifically like, also Chinese people and sorry but, it, it should always be noticed I'm always single and Annabelle is in a long term relationship so that's also probably an interesting element to this but I feel like you know, if I was in a relationship, my most romantic no- moments would probably happen with a sneaky Chinese takeaway. <laughs> you know, like you're curled up, you're watching something probably kind of dumb on TV and eating Chinese. And you're like, oh, I do actually love this person. Not like when they're talking, you're like put up with them. Yeah, that happens a lot and it gets less and less romantic. You're like, oh, Chinese again, dribbling. Ooh. Um, no, yeah. <laughs> I had a friend yesterday. He's like, oh, I've been single my whole life. And I was like, oh, like, me too. I mean, three years ago. <laughs> Same diff, right? And she was like, no. What? Yeah. Why would you say that? 
<laughs> yeah, for context, we also went to an all-girls school until we were 18. And we weren't like those kind of like cooler all-girls schools kind of girls where you actually hang out with boys. We only had gay male friends. <laughs> so many uh, gay male friends. And guys who <laughs> seemed like they should be gay and that my mum would be like, is he not out yet? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, we did. Like, I mean, Annabelle really caught something pretty fast once we got to college. But I'm more of a... I'm more of a chill yeah more of a casual dater and then i'm like no personal interaction let's not ah yeah you've done your fair bit of dating yeah i like what's commitment for you (laughs) so true yeah actually another real flaw of our generation okay i treat tinder like a literal game which meant when i went on a tinder date in my head they weren't a real human (laughs) (laughs) it's a simulation guys (laughs) yeah so i was kind of like i don't i don't know this is just a real weird vibe and then just never really got over that sensation okay interesting Um, yeah so i'm still has that started to feature in romance novels at all not really actually people still don't know what it is like pre-technology right like pre-phones well not not all technology but yeah Yeah, a lot of it like um actually i just read a romance novel which is part of a really um so what I, I'll try and like rep some authors I like because we're going to be pretty critical I think a lot of times <laughs> but um, Kylie Scott is actually an amazing romance novel um, although also hilarious titles okay um, well that, that's yeah. good though like um, but so she has a series that's about like a kind of a, a bar wherever and it's the bartender and a brother is pretending to be his older brother on a dating site and that's how he meets someone okay and so they do oh, meet okay. over the dating site but to be fair, you don't actually really get much of their interaction online. It's more she mm. turns up at the bar and is like, you're not that dude. But the brother's also really hot. So I don't know why anyone was annoyed. <laughs> you know, everyone's always super good looking. And actually, also, another book, though, um, the concept was uh, them emailing each other while he was a soldier in Afghanistan. And actually, a lot of that book was the emails. And to be fair, I got really annoyed. So <laughs> Oh, really? I was just like, I don't really care. I want, like, personal interaction. And I don't, considering how much of romance yeah. novels is people talking and stuff, I don't know why it bothered me. Because it is essentially just them talking, but italicized to show it's an email. Um, yeah, but there's not the constant flow or something. Yeah. That's fair. You need a good mix to really... I think it would be interesting to look into if you guys have any suggestions of authors you think have mixed technology really well yeah. into romance, but any fiction, any really. So there was that movie that got really big that I think was based off a book, Girl, or the one, it's like a robot. Is this the one? This is a bit where we get confused yeah. and we reveal. Because what I was thinking of is the guy the, with the mustache. No, it's recent. It was like two or three years ago and it was like an Oscar winner and he has a mustache. Oh, her. Her, yeah, girl. Yeah. Her. With uh, Joaquin Phoenix, who, can I just point out, is in a movie coming out that, and the movie's meant to be about a 25-year-old and Joaquin Phoenix is like 60 if he's a day. I mean, I realise he's probably in his 40s, but like still. <laughs> 60 is the day. here to exaggerate. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of comments like that. But like genuinely, Joaquin Phoenix shouldn't be paying some 25-year-old gets hit by a car and then becomes a cartoon artist, which I'm from the trailer is what I think that movie's about. Um, <laughs> but also, isn't it her that he falls in love with the robot? It's not actually to do with like, date. people aren't dating robots generally in that. No, but it has technology, guys. That's true. <laughs> technology. Yeah, but like, so yeah, that, I think you've got Mail, I think is the only other like big kind of technology romance movie. 
Yeah, so some movies definitely have the bit where, like, the te- texting comes over their head, but it's not a feature. It's just, like, kind yeah. of like a, oh, wait, we're ridiculous if we want to base this in 2017 and don't include some kind of Facebook. Yeah, and, like, or Messenger, people but, are... But it's know, not the key to the story. Yeah. yeah, or, like, and people are on, like, a Tinder analog, but then that's I never how they meet. I haven't seen a proper dating app where a Tinder or something like that used in As TV. a positive yeah. force, yeah. No, just even used, really, in a, mm-hmm. like you know this is really what people's lives are like because most people i know either they're dating someone who they met from tinder or they're going on tinder dates like the amount of friends like it's just the norm i just happened to i literally missed it but i'd say a few months i literally tinder went off about four months after i started dating my current boyfriend and then i was like we really need to assign him a name because i feel like he's gonna come up a lot Lot. but also i feel like he's a bit of an attention hawk and might like actually being name dropped oh god he'd but also if you're being critical sometimes but he's also gonna know it's you so it doesn't actually make that much (laughs) difference he'll always know yeah i don't really know the solution (laughs) we'll we'll, we'll talk to him later for now we'll leave his name out of it he can be him or whatever (laughs) he can be her um but yeah no but as in sorry i had a thought about tinder and it's oh like as in i was so i was drinking on saturday night and oh yeah, you yeah know, tell the story. in that moment where you know you've had like enough drinks to want to stir shit um, <laughs> and so you know the total urge to like reach out and message people that you sure as shit should not be messaging at mm-hmm. like actually and only at half 11 on a saturday night it wasn't even late enough to be really sloppy drunk so it was real embarrassing and i was like i used a combination of tinder and bumble to totally distract myself from doing that and you know i think that's a solid show you know yeah i also to be fair cornered someone and gave out to them for 20 minutes but i then also apologized so that's that was drunk Julia both fucking me over and then saving me <laughs> from having to deal with it in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. But okay, let's go back to Ginger and Bumble. So who were you yeah. messaging? Have you looked at it since? Uh, I have. See, Bumble, because like if you're doing, the problem with doing Bumble drunk is if you do get any matches, the girl obviously has to message within 24 hours. Okay. And okay. So, like, so you're like, could be hung over the next yeah. day. Yeah. And so like, and then you wouldn't really think about it because like Bumble is also much less pushy. Like I constantly have like pop-ups from Tinder being like, someone likes you. And I'm like, <laughs> ooh, I wonder who. And they're like, not that gross idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. If you're on Tinder, you're probably not a gross idiot. <laughs> Just like, you know. Julie is just mad and hung over and yeah. you know if you're not chris evans i'm just probably not here for it <laughs> but chris evans if you are we're here for you honey <laughs> yeah yeah i don't think that's gonna happen he's dating what's her face um oh, who? she plays mona lisa saperstein in parks and rec but i actually can't remember the actress's name jenny Ooh. wait no wait the sister of the yeah. re- oh my god they're she's, dating yeah she's such a funny comedian she was in the she's movie hilarious Gifted yeah. yeah okay that's how they met oh that's um, cute she's fab yeah she is i cannot remember her second name though so sorry <laughs> <laughs> we love you though yeah 10 10 still if we i'll i can always put in the description what her name i think that'll be a real weird addition to any description of this online um but actually sorry even going back to names because i will try to keep that as the theme for the episode you've met us you know you've heard our names you heard the names potentially for the show and now we're talking about names of books yeah i mean we only got through about two potential names of the show we talked about other stuff we got through technology you know we're we're there we'll talk about that more probably throughout because that's kind of a big feature of millennials yeah lives um but kylie scott who is one of my favorite romance novels mm-hmm. like as in the type the names are still insane so the, her first series is about um like musicians so it's weird like so one of the books is called lick which no. like if you're not familiar 
is also like it's a lick on a guitar. No, like it's a specific type of playing guitar. If if you actually know music, I'm really sorry if that's wrong. It's it's something to do that, or it's it's some form of like rock music singing, which I'm a fan of rock music, but also don't know anything technical about it. But it's that. But then also like obviously like alluding to certain other things. Um, and so like they're all kind of like that, except the last one that's just called Deep. And I was like, what are you meant to take from that? I was reading a study today, and it's from 2015. So we're based in Ireland. And in 2015, they did a sex survey and only 50% of women said they'd ever given oral sex or received. That really? seems low. That does seem With considering low. a romantic, like romance novel is called Lick, like I think the world's yeah. up for it, you know? But also so like... There's, there's a funny fact about Ireland. Are people don't respond to surveys accurately or that's true? I think that, I think it's an inaccurate survey. I'm going to go mean, with that. I mean, I suppose so much surveys is done through like calling house phones. Which, like, which is biased. When you yeah. think about like people are parents age picking up. Yeah. That's yeah, like a whole other ball game, I guess. Yeah, that's fair. Because um, like, and I'm, I'm not saying this is necessarily like a great thing about like, you know, society. But I think a lot of people will go for like, you know, oral sex before actual sex or even like, you know, before like a whole lot of talking. <laughs> like sorry no judgment like i you know one night stands happen that's fine um but you know like as in it, is, it does seem more like yeah. yeah that's definitely like our generation's thing anyway not yeah. that we know that much i suppose about other generations sex lives but i would assume it's kind of similar so yeah although i also definitely feel like and to be fair there's no like as in annabelle's gonna be the data person on this there's definitely no (laughs) background information to this but like i had definitely gotten like gotten the impression from like articles and stuff that like sometimes these things kind of come on cycles so like there's sort of you know there's like times when like certain sex acts are like more popular than other times yeah that makes sense just through the media and that kind of thing yeah like people are i don't know and like there's a certain amount of like national consciousness yeah, you know, that kind of yeah, that variety. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we'll get back to the book. Lick. Oh yeah. Well, sorry. Lick. So it's it's. So, it's I'm just going to keep saying it. Lick. Like what? Like, it's not okay. Really unfortunate though. It's such a good book. <laughs> um, and to be fair, it's one of the few romance novels that doesn't have a really. St- well, it, its cover's not great, but it's in like <laughs> you know, like so many romance novel covers are just the worst. Just um, like pink. Really? Yeah, it, it's pink, and it's like some shirtless, oddly pixelated man. Like it's, but like it's never, you know, it's never quite a real life photo. And but it's, it's never, never quite, Chris Evans. Yeah, so. and it's never quite animated, <laughs> and it's also never Chris Evans. Although, like, let's be honest, Marvel gets him shirtless or nearly shirtless, like fair. Like, are Marvel comics romance novels? Are they the new age of romance? Novels? To be fair, comic books, and not just Marvel. Most comic books are essentially soaps. So okay. there's actually like a pretty high quotient. I'm also, I'm a big, I don't, don't this is going to sound weird. I don't actually read comics, but the movies inspired <laughs> me to be really interested. So I do a lot yeah. of background research. I'm just not really willing to make like the monetary investment in comics. Okay, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like there's a huge, there's like a lot of bed swapping and like getting married and hidden secret children. I think the Marvel Universe has fallen in terms of respect with the romance universe so because of the whole black widow just being attached to every man yeah so i'm i i know i asked the question but i kind of think no yeah i'm going to say a solid no at least for yeah. marvel i think in the movie universe in the comic like, books chris evans may be topless not, but it's just not enough but even he really doesn't have a romance but i'm like i don't know he, ba- he vaguely has black widow there's a kind of spark between yeah them. in um in, in winter the, soldier there's exactly. definitely like a vibe um, so and like that's just not okay that's not kind of a trope in romance novels that the woman is just slightly attached to all the leading male yeah. figures that's not that's actually romance novels 
these things I've read have such weird politics and like as in the girl who's really good like vaguely friends and vaguely romantic with all the guys will almost never get her own book <laughs> she'll just be like <laughs> that background bitch who kind of makes the main girl jealous at some point so it's like why are you so close to her and then like presumably when the other people get married and live happily ever after she gets eventually left with no friends so do we want to read that book question for you guys answer in the comments um, okay so yeah we're talking about lick Oh yeah, so Lick, which is... See, now what's bothering me is I can't remember if it's the first or third book in the series. So oh, it's a series? Yeah, so, okay. there's, so there's four books, which is about the band Stage Dive, which um, <laughs> the first book is basically the lead singer, which is why I'm wondering if... Yeah, no, not the lead singer, the lead guitarist who writes all the songs, wakes up, um, and it's all from the girls' point of view. Most romance novels are from girls' points of view, although actually there's a couple that go back and forth. Um, and this gal who is in college being an architect has gone to Vegas for her 21st birthday and she wakes up married to um, <laughs> the guitarist and it turns out that Lick. he yeah and so then it's all kind of about them working that out uh the second book is called play definitely okay, which, okay. but it's not about BDSM play just in case you're wondering we'll get to that um, in a later stage we do I did read a series about that too um and is the good there's the drummer who is I have to say you know most of the time romance novels do a really good job of at least making you be like I see why someone dated there's so much like he seems like a nice person sure but like that's just like a lot and I'm like I wouldn't date that guy okay, okay. yeah uh, then the third one is the like troubled lead singer who's also an addict who there's a whole romance with his so basically it's going through each of the band yeah, members yeah it goes okay. through each of the band members um, I'm like you know, the, so they feature kind of in each other's books, but yeah, like to yeah, greater and lesser sense. extent. Okay, okay. Um, and then the second series, which has the like online dating bit, is in the same universe. Oh, uh, because I like universe like TV, yeah, t- TV books. Mm. Yeah, uh, because it's <clears throat> so it's set in a bar in their hometown, and some of the people who work in the bar used to like kind of tour with them and stuff like that. Um, so there's like a sort of variety of things and it also means you get to follow up and you're like oh they've had twins and they have it every romance novel has babies (laughs) Um, so it's nice and they're like they're actually like genuinely well written and like an enjoyable read and then she has another book that's um a YA novel which I'd say I like I've been a big reader since I was like fairly young um but YA novels I'd really gone off pretty fast what do you think the big difference between YA and romance are like um, as in going from YA romance to a normal romance is it just more I mean like some of it's more explicit sex yeah, scenes, okay, obviously. yeah yeah uh, but I also just think sometimes so like there's obviously again YA is definitely one of those genres that I think gets discriminated against unnecessarily I think YA is um, great yeah to be so, honest no, so yeah. do I but definitely people are kind of like oh YA novels mm. um I think part of the problem is with some of the books with romance plot lines you know because it's mostly adults writing them the adults eventually kind of hit a wall with what they can deal with teenagers doing because it's like we know because we're young enough that like you know teenagers have sex teenagers Mm -hmm. you know get into shenanigans um i don't know why i said sex and then said shenanigans what would shenanigans be um (laughs) julia's too afraid to say sex again so she used the word shenanigans Uh, (laughs) can we call someone shenanigans i just want to say that word like every day yes Oh, I know who might be shenanigans. Actually, we'll discuss. We'll discuss oh, that later. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but 
Yeah, and so I think, like, that they kind of naturally hit a bit of an issue. And so then they can't really deal with, like, the kind of sex and romance appropriately, essentially. Okay, so like, kind of in the same realm where TV shows that actually feature kids that are the right age are never sexually explicit. Yeah. But then you have Gossip Girl and Pretty Little Liars. Or Riverdale. Or, oh, God, Riverdale. <laughs> um, and it's just really sexually explicit because they can get away with it because basically the actors are about 25 to 30 and the parents are 35. Yeah. you know so well, it's it's not creepy i don't mind watching riverdale because i'm like these people are attractive it would be weird if they were actual 16 year old actors but most of them are my age so i don't feel creepy although kj appa who plays archie is only 19 like he i know might be 20 th- that now, makes yeah. me upset a little bit but at least he's 19 yeah he's not 16 yeah it's not great not for 23 year olds but you know mm. no it's fine it's not the worst <laughs> um but yeah i do think that there's sort of a there's a weird thing where like a yeah. lot sorry there's some again I'll reiterate some terrible romance novels but the good romance novels kind of understand to an extent and like obviously it's an idealised version of like kind of you know an initial kind of love affair and that sort of vibe and okay. I'm really good at kind of creating that world whereas I think the problem with romance in YA sometimes and not all the time is that they don't really know how to create that in a teenage appropriate way okay sometimes i mean it's it's a total variety and i haven't probably done enough research into it there are those books that are quite good the you uh, uh, our friend oh well anna mulligan loves books (laughs) she'll be happy to be featured if we mention anything bad anna will take you off but anna mulligan loves these books river do you know those books river Ooh. you know and Um, it's like eli and kim or something oh um rainbow rowell yeah yeah she does love rainbow rowell and rainbow rowell is a a ya um Um, yeah no definitely ya but the what anna always says is that the characters are really well developed yeah which you know kind of i definitely undervalued ya a bit when i was reading kind of a bit older like about 19 20 and i'd be reading it i'm like it's so easy the storylines are simple but really, if you're getting captured by the characters and you really like the characters, that's quite a good thing. Yeah, I think that's... So that's... She does it well. She's able to capture YA feelings. But what I think she does, interestingly, is give the teenagers quite kind of hard backstories, which makes them, makes them feel like a real character without having to do the kind of... too much about their romance kind of lives because it's more about bonding over the fact that you've had a troublesome kind of childhood and teenagehood. Yeah. Yeah, and like the characters are driving forth because like most romance novels kind of are set in like a slightly alternate universe because there's just not that many good looking people in the world who are willing to fall <laughs> in love with each other um so like and i think so that's an important i think that's really important having characters that you'd actually like want to follow and kind of believe in and i think that's true mm-hmm. of ya as well so i think i went through the same phase where around like 18 19 i was like mm, why is simplistic? <laughs> um and now i'm a bit older and i was like that was a real dick thing to say <laughs> Um, but I mean I think that's also part of the like if you read a lot you tend to read like a little above you like you know yeah. when we were like 7, 8 like you know Harry Potter is 10, ten 11 yeah yeah uh, exactly. which I still love Harry Potter but those early books are real upsetting next I'm like who's letting that child <laughs> run around <laughs> um, it's unbelievably true where I remember watching the first Harry Potter movie and be like they look so old they're so grown up and now I'm watching them like they're the cutest kids I've ever seen and did I ever think they were old oh my god I know I'm like Harry and Hermione and Ron um I feel like we got 
super sidetracked but I actually can't even remember from what oh my god it's from the titles and it was originally from what we were going to name this goddamn podcast <laughs> it's um, called getting really easily distracted yeah like as in I'm not gonna lie guys if you don't like a lot of banter and strange stories you're just not going to enjoy this at all and I really advise checking out <laughs> um, like you, you know, this could put you to sleep like we're not gonna lie it could be nice maybe we have soothing voices I, I don't think so I don't think so I don't I, think so either. I always get the weirdest questions about my accent. People <laughs> never, as in, like for context, I'm born and raised in Dublin. But where people, are you though? Where are you? Have you heard your accent? Uh, yeah, people are always like British American. Uh, I've gotten a couple of other slightly weird ones. I have a friend who we're definitely gonna have stories about, so I won't say her name. But she's constantly convinced she's like Julia someone from your family is from Israel <laughs> um, you look Israeli I don't actually think she knows what Israeli people look like um, so I don't know the veracity of that statement but she's obsessed with it so she, we, we studied icons in school which were like kind of Byzantine paintings of yeah Mother so Mary. keep in mind like and so yeah yeah basically our friend thought Julia looks like that I guess that's what Israeli looks like people look like we'll go with that which also you know, those icons came from Turkey um, and are from the 11th century. So it's not like super And they were accurate. specifically bad at painting. Yeah. Like. Um, but if you're trying to, for some reason, picture me, that's going to be a real confusing addition. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. But yeah, no, so it was a title. So we'll try and get back to the actual title of the podcast. Okay, um, yeah. So we had Gone with the Wine, which... I think will be an episode title. That's where we, yeah. Um, I think on the most drunk we've ever been on this show, that can be gone with the wine. Which might be a hard one to gauge. It will be a hard one to yeah. gauge, but if, you know, we'll figure it out. We'll listen back to it and be like, that's that's a bit much. Maybe it's not the most, but it's the most so far. Or it's the most that we can actually post online. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I had a late night, because I, I had a very yeah. like, angst-filled, lack-of-sleep night last night, which was whiny romance, which I thought I was funny. I love it. I do like it. Yeah, which I thought was funny because I was like, one, I'm the youngest sibling, so both my older siblings always tell me I'm a whiner. Um, <laughs> but with a G, not like, you know, the drinking kind. Um, and so, you know, it'll be, we'll be drinking wine, but we'll also be bitching about romance and probably our lives, if we're being honest. So whiny romance. Um, yeah. It feels more unique to us than when romance met wine though yeah. we do like that but i think that could be an episode title yeah it could be this episode. it could be this episode it should the first potentially episode. be the first episode we actually drink for also that okay so mm. this is just when romance met us yeah <laughs> <laughs> when the poor people at trinity fm met us <laughs> oh yeah they were surprised by our presence but thank you so much trinity fm yeah, for letting us use so your lovely. amazing setup because i really hardcore dropped the ball on following up on that actual thing yeah we were very lucky yeah um, um, and you got to record this what time are we at yeah we're actually almost at 40 minutes which means we're probably at about 45 minutes because i only started timing okay, about five minutes so in so we're what's let's say what's an average podcast length what do you like to listen to julia i i mean to be fair i listen between 45 minutes and an hour and a half the longest podcast i think i've ever listened to was two hours and it was when it was the valley folk podcast which is very new uh, I'm going to do a really irrelevant shout out because they obviously have way more of a following than I do. <laughs> um, if any of you ever watched the Philip DeFranco show and then source fed, um, you'd be aware of Lee Newton, Amazing um, people. Joe Beretta, Elliot Morgan and Steve Zaragoza who 
decided to start like their own kind of comedy group thing. it really feels like we prepared that shout out because you knew all their names but you just love them that much i do <laughs> I, yeah no sorry i've to be fair i loved source fed uh, and i followed their careers afterwards and they have come back together to do kind of like they're doing like you know comedy shows and online stuff and they're also doing a podcast um, and I decided I'm I'm officially a Patreon sponsor of them. I give them like 150 a month. Oh really? Um, yeah. So it's like I genuinely like them, and I was like, I'd rather. That's be. a true millennial at heart. You know, that's I like know. that's a gold-hearted millennial. You yeah, know, was actually it? paying for things they listen to. Yeah, I mean to be fair, I'm at an advantage where I'm a college student, whereas when I actually have to start like working in the real world, that may have to be cut back. Uh, but I was like, I actually believe in this, and no point in them failing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they had their first podcast and it was like a full two hours. And I have to say, I had to watch, like, listen to that in parts. It w- um, Was it like a reunion podcast? Like, where they all, like, kind of getting distracted, being like, where have you yeah. been? Well, so they obviously all been distracted, yeah. but they were kind of going over what they've been doing in the last couple of years, which oh, is, okay. I think. That's nice, yeah. though. Um, but other than that, yeah, I think like 45 minutes to an hour. Like, I definitely listened to. Um, so I think we could wrap up, unless we. I mean, we got through three-ish novels Taylor Swift <laughs> bit of tech bit of tinder you know a classic first start yeah you know I'm, I'm quite happy pretty good interaction I think you guys will be happy um, too so as a reminder I think we're, we are going to be whiny romance and uh, we will yeah. get a Twitter and an we'll Instagram we'll be posting every week at the same time uh, so we record in the afternoons because Trini FM like to actually do radio funnily enough Annabelle don't tell them it's during the day or us getting drunk is going to seem real awkward <laughs> too late um, <laughs> I did not have a response yeah. to that <laughs> to be honest, it probably as in so we're recording this it's Wednesday afternoon I I mean to be fair this episode will probably take the longest to get up because I don't super know how I mean I, I know how it works but I don't know all the processes behind it yet Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that will happen we have a logo coming soon Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll get the Instagram and the Twitter set up so if for some reason we con you into listening to this please tweet at us uh, that would be so lovely yeah we'd love to hear all your comments I think uh, I asked a lot of questions yeah if we get more advanced and we actually get anyone who actually has questions or tweets or anything we'll try and like read them out and give shout outs online or if you want to like send us uh, like romantic stories or like things that have happened to you or questions recommendations um, of books anything literally yeah. I always really wanted to be an agony aunt I was really disappointed when I realized that's not like a real viable it job it is a job you could do that no one's just an agony aunt though maybe but you um, could do other things yeah I could run a podcast <laughs> <laughs> Um, so basically a big thank you to all of you guys if any of you have listened to this and to Trinity and have gotten here say the special word unicorn dust and comment yeah um, if you actually got to this point and we'll that's pretty awesome do I don't know something special uh, but that's us uh, signing off at this point so thank you so much thank you